0: It's six o'clock. The Minister of Health is defending the timing of an overseas recruitment campaign for intensive care nurses. The campaign will begin this week, after months of calls to fill the shortages. The College of Critical Care Nurses says they're struggling to keep up with business as usual, and the extra pressure likely to be caused by COVID-19 Omicron is very worrying. Here's our political editor, Jane Patterson.
1: The Minister Andrew Little says he's been busy since mid-last year working to improve paying conditions and pulling together recruitment campaigns. He says that hasn't been straightforward, coordinating the DHBs and their different needs. But National says it's unfathomable why it's taken so
0: long and now it's far too late. The College of Critical Care Nurses says staffing is already tight and Omicron will bring more pressure to bear and could delay the care of non-COVID patients. Civil Defence officials remain on alert in the West Coast with further significant heavy rain forecast. In Westland, State Highway 6 is closed from Fox Glacier to the Haast Pass Lookout because of flooding and slips. At Haast, 244 millimetres of rain has been recorded in 24 hours. South Westland Area School and Haast School will both be closed today and tomorrow. To the north, a state of emergency is in place in Buller District, where Emergency Management Controller Sean Judd says significant rain is still to come. He says for now, the rivers near Westport have stayed within their banks.
2: We're obviously monitoring those very closely, of course. But for now, in the town, the rain's eased and has done for some time, but um, we're obviously aware that more is on the way.
0: Sean Judd says the message remains that people should be ready to evacuate. Meanwhile, Fire and Emergency said they were not called to anything of note on the West Coast overnight. Thousands of stranded New Zealanders hope to find out today when they will be able to come home as the Prime Minister lays out a phased reopening of the border. A staged timeline was outlined late last year, but it was deferred because of the risk posed by COVID-19's Omicron variant. Under the most recent plan, fully vaccinated New Zealand citizens and residents returning from Australia would be the first allowed to self-isolate on their return, followed by those coming from other countries. Cabinet discussed updated plans on Tuesday. The Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson has said that vaccines and boosters provide options not previously available. An economist is concerned the brain gain of skilled workers in the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic is turning into a brain drain. RNZ News has spoken to skilled young people now leaving the country because they're sick of waiting out the pandemic. Provisional figures from StatsNZ show more people have left than arrived year on year each month since April 2021. An economist at Infometrics, Brad Olson, is worried about the possible effects of a brain drain including stymieing economic growth and productivity.
2: A brain drain could see New Zealand's already incredibly tight labour
1: market and intense skill shortages be exacerbated.
0: Brad Olson says the country's going to have to work incredibly hard to keep talent onshore, especially nurses and construction workers. The head of the Pacific GP's network is applauding the move to speed up the COVID booster rollout. Api Talimaitonga says the move to reduce the waiting time between the vaccination's second dose and booster shot will benefit everyone in the race against Omicron. He's particularly pleased for Maori and Pacific people. Dr Thalimaitonga says the initial vaccination rollout should not have been limited by age, as Maori and Pacifica have younger populations. Cainga Order has changed its complaints process, so State House tenants who terrorize their neighbours can be moved on faster. Unmanageable tenants used to have to agree to be relocated. But a new three strikes complaints scheme means the state landlord can act immediately. The three strikes process is already available under the Residential Tenancies Act, and the Associate Minister of Housing, Porthor Williams, has now given Kainga Order approval to use it. She says it will help the agency act quickly if tenants are upsetting neighbours. The National Party's housing spokesperson, Nicola Willis, says she'll want to see it in action to be sure the changes actually work. Monica Vitti, one of the most beloved, versatile and accomplished stars of Italy's golden years of cinema in the mid-20th century, has died. She was 90. Fellow cinema diva Sofia Loren says Vitti's death was a great loss for cinema. VT shot to international fame in 1960 with a leading role in La Ventura by famed Italian director Michelangelo Antonioni. In sports, New Zealand athletes are among a large group of competitors at the Beijing Winter Olympics who've tested positive for COVID-19. New Zealand chef Mission Martin Toomey's told The Herald it's probably a case of athletes having had the virus and still shedding it. Athletes will have to test negative before competition. New Zealand's first athletes in action are Zoe Sadowski-Sinnett and Cole Wakashima, who compete in the snowboard slope style on Saturday. The New Zealand Breakers have delivered their best performance of the Australian NBL season with a 90-67 win over the Illawarra Hawks. Yanni Wetzel finished with 22 points and nine rebounds. The Breakers remain bottom of the table with three wins from 11 games. And Blackcap's all-rounder Daryl Mitchell has been named as the winner of the ICC Spirit of Cricket Award for 2021. Mitchell won the award for his gesture of refusing to take a single when he felt he'd got in the way of the fielder in the T20 World Cup semi-final against England in Abu Dhabi in November. That's the news. Hi, this
1: is Jean from Cabaret Coast Property Management. Are you aware of all the legislation required with your investment property? Not just insulation and smoke alarms, but now heating, ventilation, moisture ingress, drainage and draft stopping. Let me manage these burdens for you. 18 years experience with great fees and service. Contact Jean on 027 682 5399 or check out the website on www.kcpm.co.nz. Coast Access Radio Weather. Courtesy of the Dominion
3: Post. Good morning, welcome to Thursday, 3rd of February, 7 past 6. How did you sleep? Yeah, same here. Not with a lot of blankets on, one would suspect. It's a mild one. Forecasting today, occasional rain. And there's already been one or two little showers, enough to put the wipers on this morning. Occasional rain, or rain at times, clearing by evening, then they say. Mainly fine with high cloud. Northerly's dying out this evening. 24 to 25 expected today, so not as warm as it has been. It was 28 officially yesterday, which means it was much warmer in some places. So just 24, 25, 20 overnight again tonight. Now tomorrow's Friday, often cloudy with a few spots of rain possible again in northerlies. Highs around 24 to 27, they say, for tomorrow. Now long weekend coming up with Waitangi Day on Sunday. Let's have a look at the forecast extended a bit wet Saturday, Sunday rain Saturday, possibly heavy southerlies developing in twenty-two Sunday a bit cooler rain south-easterlies and just nineteen, and then the public holiday Monday partly cloudy south-easterlies easing at a top of twenty. Into Wellington, occasional rain clearing towards evening, then partly cloudy. Northerly gale in exposed places easing this evening. 22 in the capital today, and another warm 28 in Manawatu, fine with some high cloud. Hot again this afternoon, Norwest is dying out this evening. I think it's hot here. It's 26 at the moment in Christchurch. Just check, that's the hot spot in the country. Now out to sea today there is a gale warning for Cook Strait, not quite for our inshore waters. Here's the situation, a strong northerly flow lies over the country as a series of fronts become slow moving over the South Island. These fronts then slowly move on to the North Island Saturday and Sunday. Meanwhile a ridge builds in the far south from tomorrow and then a southerly change moves up the east coast on Sunday. Our Kapiti recreational marine forecast today for the inshore waters from Waiterere to Pukerua Bay and out to Kapiti Island till midnight Tonight, northerly winds 15 knots, rising to 20 knots this morning and then tending northwest 15 for a time in the afternoon, easing to northerly 15 knots in the evening. Sea becoming moderate for a time morning through evening. Fair visibility and occasional rain easing this evening. Northwest swell of a metre, rising to one and a half today. Tomorrow's outlook, northerly 15 knots, easing to 10 in the evening, often cloudy northwest swell, one and a half metres. As far as the tides go, low tide at the moment, just gone. It'll be high tide at a quarter past 12, the next low tide at 6.30 this evening, another very low, low tide. Sunrise at 28 past 6, sunset 22 minutes to 9. Currently, yes, one or two little sprinkles of rain around with a moderate nor'easter. Pressure at 1,014, 73% humidity. 20 degrees in Pukirua Bay, 21 in Paikakariki, 22 in Ōtaki. 21 in the Horta Fenua, Levin, Foxton, Shannon, 21 and a half Palmerston North, Wellington City, there's a moderate northerly, with a few sprinkles of rain, 19 and a half in the city. Why I just touching 21 and a bit, and put also 21
4: degrees.
3: Yes, it's warm for a Thursday, if you're out and about on the roads, doesn't appear to be any major problems this morning, just a tad damp in some spots. So just take care. So far, so good. If you're heading south of Poroporomu this morning, no major disruptions or delays at Mackay's. A little slow in the Hall of Whenua through the roadworks around the Cuckoo area and north of they'll Just take care. They were doing some more work on that last night and earlier this morning. New resurfacing work. Temporary speed restrictions there. If you're heading south of Levin, north of Otaki, take care. But apart from that, no other problems. On the roads this morning, just a little bit damp. That's it. Flowing fairly freely, looking at the web cameras south through the city, further north, but cloudy through the central North Island Desert Road. The moment so far so good. We'll keep it that way. We'll keep you in touch. Just spoken with train control this morning. They say everything's on schedule on the Kapiti line. Metlink services. Capital Connection will leave at a quarter past six, they say. Trains all day today. Don't forget the long weekend, Saturday Waitangi Day Sunday and the public holiday Monday. Buses will replace all trains on the Kapiti line on those three days. But today and tomorrow, fine. Local buses are fine. Kapiti Coast Airport tell us that Air Chathams is due to depart at 5 to 7 this morning from Kapiti Coast Airport on time. On the big board at Wellington Airport, yesterday there seemed to be a lot of cancelled flights. Today, oh yeah, there's a few. There's the flight to Takaka, Golden Bay Air to Takaka at 9 o'clock, cancelled. Air New Zealand flight to Christchurch at 5 past 9, cancelled. Queenstown flight at 9.15, also cancelled. And Air New Zealand to Christchurch at 12.35, showing us cancelled on the board for the early afternoon and this morning. Ferries, though, are on time. There's our latest commuter information here at Coast Access Radio. Twelve minutes past six, time for our world news. Proud to bring this to you every weekday morning. Thanks to DW Deutsche Welle.
5: This is DW News, live from Berlin. Deter and defend a dramatic escalation in the crisis over Ukraine. The Biden administration sends 3,000 troops to beef up the American presence in Eastern Europe. Earlier, Vladimir Putin accused the U.S. and its allies of trying to draw Russia into war in Ukraine. Also coming up, Israel backpedals on vaccine passes. Experts say they aren't helping to slow the Omicron variant cases still at record levels, and many doctors and nurses are in quarantine. And countdown to the Winter Olympics, rouse over human rights abuses and the coronavirus rage on. Is the actual sport in danger of becoming a mere sideshow? Thank you so much for joining us. We begin with breaking developments. U.S. President Joe Biden has approved the deployment of 3,000 troops to Eastern Europe. Moments ago, the Pentagon's spokesperson said the soldiers are being sent from bases in Germany and the U.S. to Poland Uh, and Romania. uh, They're expected to arrive later this week. This announcement is in addition to the 8,500 U.S. troops put on alert last month. Well, the Pentagon says the personnel will not fight in Ukraine, but are being sent to reassure NATO allies amid rising tensions with Russia. The current situation demands that we reinforce the deterrent and defensive posture on NATO's eastern flank. President Biden has been clear that the United States will respond to the growing threat to Europe's security and stability. Our commitment to NATO, Article 5, and collective defense remains ironclad. As part of this commitment and to be prepared for a range of contingencies, the United States will soon move additional forces to Romania, Poland and Germany. Well, let's uh, go straight to Washington to find out more about these breaking developments. DW's correspondent Oliver Salat is on the story. Oliver, what more have you learned about these new deployments?
6: Yeah, some 3,000 soldiers, Leila, as you mentioned, coming from the US and partially from Germany, To Eastern Europe. What the Pentagon spokesperson made clear in his press conference is that they're not sent to fight, neither to engage with Russian troops at any time, and they're also not deployed to enter Ukrainian soil. I think that's important to keep in mind when we talk about these troop deployments. So that's rather a symbolic move we're looking at right now, given that some 60,000 U.S. troops are already stationed in Europe, and also given that about 100,000 Russian troops are deployed and built up on the other side of the Ukrainian border in Western Russia and in Belarus.
5: Do we know why the deployment is taking place now? Has something changed regarding the security situation?
6: Well, the Pentagon spokesperson, John Kirby, said that it's really a response to the Russian deployment and that we are seeing A continuation of that troop buildup that's been taking place over the last uh, weeks there at the Russian-Ukrainian border. Uh, The Pentagon spokesperson said that Russia is continuing to add forces to Belarus and Western Russia, and that's a concern for the United States as well. uh, As for the NATO allies, there have been deliberations between the U.S. and its partners, and the Pentagon is not sure if uh, Putin uh, has decided to invade. I mean, we've been hearing that also uh, time and time again from President Biden, uh, from the intelligence community but that it has the uh, capability of doing so and now the ultimate goal of course continues to be uh, to deter and that's why uh, the pentagon has decided to uh, send some additional troops there to eastern europe and also if necessary to defend neighboring nato countries however not to engage uh, on ukrainian soil
5: and Oliver, in conclusion, uh, do we know about the timeline and the time frame in terms of when these troops are expected uh, to arrive in Europe and for how long?
6: Leila, the official take has always been that the U.S. offers a path to de-escalate. And so, uh, of course, it sounds like uh, the U.S. would be happy to end this as quick as possible. Um, Biden has been, President Biden has been reiterating his, you know, goal uh, to look for a diplomatic way forward, but that would imply that Putin and, and Russia de-escalates, that Putin changes course. And that Putin would also drop his maximum demand of um, banning Ukraine from entering NATO, something that NATO won't accept, that the Western allies won't accept. So it doesn't really look like um, there's a lot to hope for that diplomatic way forward, at least at this point. Um, Russia is continuing to build up its troops. The Russian rhetoric, if you look at it at the United States Security Council on Tuesday, doesn't really look like de-escalation. So uh, I would say the tensions are probably likely to become more serious before they calm down.
5: Uh, well, Oliver, you actually touched on my follow-up question there. There's no sign of de-escalation. On the contrary, things are ramping up from the looks of it.
6: That's exactly um what we are seeing right now, if we talk about a troop built up and that in spite of all the diplomatic efforts that we 've been looking at, and especially again the United Nations Security Council yesterday, um, the Russian ambassador, the allegations that were made there uh, comparing um, the Ukraine to Nazi uh, Germany in some parts, which were a bizarre uh, really a bizarre and, and strong rhetoric that, we're, that we were hearing there at the same time, a continuation of troop build up doesn't look anything like um, a de-escalation at this point.
5: DW correspondent Oliver Salat reporting on breaking uh, developments, the US sending 3,000 uh, troops to Eastern Europe. Thank you for the update. Now a roundup of some of the other stories making world news. At least 26 people have been killed in the Democratic Republic of Congo after a high voltage power cable snapped and fell. The incident happened on the outskirts of the capital, Kinshasa. Authorities say the cable hit homes and a market, killing several people by electrocution. Afghanistan's public universities have reopened for the first time since the Taliban seized power last year. Both male and female students have reportedly returned, but classes are now gender segregated. The move comes a week after a Taliban delegation was pressed on improving women's rights during talks in Norway. Drugmakers BioNTech and Pfizer are seeking emergency authorization from U.S. authorities for a COVID-19 vaccine for children younger than five. If approved, the extra low doses would be the first for infants. And Israelis may soon be able to put away their vaccine passes. For now, Israel was one of the first countries to introduce the pass. But from starting from sun, starting Sunday, rather, the pass will only be required in high-risk areas such as hospitals, where healthcare workers are battling record COVID-19 infections.
7: Since the early morning, Yael Liron has been on duty on a COVID ward. An elderly patient needs oxygen and some comforting words. The COVID wards at this hospital in Tel Aviv are extremely busy.
8: There are a lot of cases. We have new intakes every day. When one is released, another is submitted at night. Numbers are on the rise we always experience a delay. Even when the general infection rate seems lower, we at the hospital are still dealing with the higher numbers from the two weeks previously.
7: Though overall Omicron infection rates show signs of slowing down, the number of patients in hospital remains high. Israel was one of the first countries in the world to roll out a rapid vaccination program. Over 65% of the population have been vaccinated twice, but only 48% have had a third booster shot so far. In January, those in the most vulnerable categories were offered a fourth. During this
8: wave, most of our patients have been elderly. It reminds us of the flu. The complications are comparable. People are dying now the way they would die from the flu. Also, fewer people... dying of omicron
7: most patients on this ward are vaccinated elderly people with underlying health conditions working on the ward is exhausting for everyone adding to this hospitals like other institutions are struggling with staff shortages due to the highly contagious omicron variant High numbers of doctors and nurses are in quarantine. It's
9: difficult. It's the fifth time we've been at full capacity here in Israel, but we're dealing with it. That's just how it is, as they say, and it's our job to look after patients. But it's definitely hard, and there's a lot of burnout among the staff.
7: We have to work
8: very hard, but we're happy to do what's necessary. But yes, it's exhausting, and it doesn't look like it's going to end soon. Although, I am personally cautiously
7: optimistic. For now, everybody here must keep going, doing the best they can for the ongoing influx of patients, and hoping that the peak of the current wave will soon subside.
5: That report by Tanya Kramer. We can take you now to Tel Aviv and speak to Nadav Davidovich, a epidemiologist from the Ben-Gurion University of the Negev. A professor, welcome to DW News. Uh, I understand that you sit on the panel that advises the Israeli government, and you've been critical in the past of some of their uh, approaches. With cases still high in your country, is this the right decision?
10: The Green Pass actually was introduced uh, in order to have uh, safe epidemiological spaces. Uh, It was not introduced in order to enforce vaccinations. Vaccinations are extremely important. They saved in Israel according to our estimates about 20,000 deaths. Um, But currently with the Omicron and uh, with the fact that uh, people vaccinated uh, the they are safe probably from uh, hospitalizations and uh, death, but much less so uh, in being infected. So we need to adapt uh, the Green Pass. Uh, We don't want to abolish it uh, altogether. We want to keep it uh, also for the future if needed. And uh, currently probably this is best to have it either as a voluntary measure or when uh, you have high-risk situations such as hospitals, elderly care homes, or uh, other uh, high-risk uh, activities, um, vaccinations are very, very important. Uh, we are now in a really unprecedented situation, and we need to adapt uh, the current measures uh, to the epidemiology. Mm. Uh, we need to vaccinate. We need mm. to still use a mask, of course. and. Um, I think that uh, by the fact that we are adopting the Green Pass, it's very important also from uh, the trust of the public.
5: Right. Now, Dr. Israel has been uh, slowly rolling back curbs. Is there widespread support for that?
10: Um, I think that uh, the current government, uh, you know, is trying to balance uh, the measures in terms of uh, keeping as much as you can uh, the number of cases but remembering the public health is also about uh, social support and economy Uh, I think that uh, currently we could do much better in terms of uh, opening schools I think it was an important um, factor but um, there was lots of confusion and tension between the Ministry of Health and Ministry of Education and there were also criticism about uh, the economic uh, support, because so many people are in isolation. We're learning to live with the COVID. If you compare Israel's uh, situation and other countries, you know, to what happened uh, about a year ago, things are very different. We have uh, the option of testing and many other things. We need to learn to live with the virus because uh, COVID is going to stay with us. We're learning that uh, the FDA is going to hear uh, Pfizer about having vaccines below the age of five. And I think this will be another important measure because... Uh, Vaccination are going to enter, I think, uh, finally into the regular schedule of uh, children. And uh, we are going to deal uh, with it and strengthening the healthcare system as much Mm. as needed. They suffered a lot during the last two years.
5: Mm. Epidemiologist uh, Nadav uh, Davidovich in Tel Aviv. Sir, thank you so much for taking the time to answer our questions.
10: Thank you. Lots of health.
5: Some other stories making headlines right now. The European Commission has given the green light for some nuclear energy and natural gas investments to be labeled as sustainable. Officials say private investment can contribute to climate goals. But critics warn the legislation jeopardizes the target of achieving carbon neutrality by 2050. Austria says it is considering a legal challenge to the ruling. In Australia, two large bushfires have prompted evacuations on the outskirts of Perth. An emergency warning has been issued with blistering temperatures and high winds threatening to intensify the blazes in the coming days.
11: Bohanna Motors Mobile Service Station, 24 Main Road, Waikanae, have been serving their community for 41 years and counting, and it's a service that counts. Whether it's on the forecourt, in the workshop or in store, the team at Bohanna Motors will keep you moving. They pump diesel, 98, 91, have rock gas, LPG vehicle and bottle fill service. They stock century vehicle batteries, tire sales and repairs, an MTA approved workshop and warrant fitness inspections, a convenience store and even trailer hire too. For forecourt friendliness, car care and the extra mile with a smile, Stop at Bohanna Motors, keeping the service in service station. Phone 293-6455. Good morning,
3: 27 past 6 Coast Access Radio. More news from PMN News at 6.30. Then we'll have a look at today's Dominion Post newspaper. I think two people have won First Division Lotto, 500,000 each, and it's still 21, 21 and a half degrees. Warm here too, not just Australia. Let's answer this question with the Everlys, please.
12: Tonga is in the midst of a 48 hour lockdown with more COVID 19 test results waiting to be processed. A 29 year old woman in Tonga and her two children, age three and four, have tested positive for COVID 19. She is the wife of one of the two infected port workers and all five are now in quarantine at Mua Health. Health authorities are tracking down and testing all close contacts as the two day lockdown kicks in. Then. Tongan broadcaster Kalafi Mwala says uh, it's going to be a struggle for Tongans still recovering from the volcanic eruption and tsunami.
13: They're imposing print matches, calling it in the same way that uh, New Zealand have their green light, orange light and red light. We're
2: calling it a red light level of the lockdown here in Tonga. I think people
13: will uh, definitely uh, comply. It wouldn't be a difficult thing uh, for them.
12: And back here, the Minister for Pacific People says there's a new level of support for Pacific communities as we navigate the pandemic together. The government is providing a $1.5 million boost to support Pacific community-led initiatives that encourage boosters and child vaccinations. Orbital Williams CEO, says that we are part of a new environment where Pacific voices are being heard.
2: And so I don't want our communities to ever feel like there's no support that's available for them as we deal with this crisis. And we did it last year and we can do it again this year in a new environment where COVID is out and about our communities.
12: A state of emergency has been announced in the Bulla District and warnings evacuations are likely if heavy rain continues over the next few days. By midday, the Westland Ranges are expected to have up to 700 millimetres of rain. Residents of the O'Connor Rest Home in Westport have been evacuated as a precautionary measure. The town is susceptible to flooding as it is sandwiched between the Buller and the Orowaiti Rivers. And to sports, a former Wallaby proper Sekope Kepu says being named the captain of the Moana Pacifica team came as a complete surprise. The 35-year-old has played 110 tests for Australia and will lead the newly formed team in their debut Super Pacific season. In an emotional lockout room ceremony, Kepu was honored by his family and teammates. <laughs>
2: These are the people we've been from the bottom of our hearts. So I just want to say thank you for blessing me in such an uh, honourable position. And I'm truly humbled. Our people deserve this. And it's up to us to inspire the
12: next generation. All six New Zealand-based rugby Pacific sides will move to Queenstown to reduce the risk of COVID-19 before the season starts in two weeks. For more, you can visit pmnnews.co.nz.
9: Thank you, That's Lucy of Lucy's Bins. Well, not actually Lucy. Hi. She's busy. Her bin business is taking off, and Carpety is full. Lucy's lovely lavender bins are popping up all over the place, and Carpety's at capacity. But if you live in Lavender, get in quick as bins are flying out to new customers all the time and you don't want to miss out on the best service. You don't even have to wheel your bin to the curb with Lucy's Bins. It's a jolly handy service, especially if you're elderly, infirm or just forgetful. Fill and forget, Lucy's team will take care of that. So, live-in locals, don't miss out. Call now 0508 787 753 and check out their website and Facebook page too. Lucy's Bins 0508 787
1: 753 to the sky. Coast Access Radio Radio Weather, Weather. courtesy of the Dominion
3: Post. Good morning, 26 to 7 it is. It's Thursday. It's still pretty dark this morning. One or two little spots of rain around the place this morning. Occasional rain, or rain at times, call it what you like. Basically, clearing by evening, then mainly fine with high cloud. And those winds, northerlies nor will die out this evening. Highs today predicted to be twenty-four to twenty five. It was officially twenty-eight through Kapiti and Hordefenor yesterday, and that wasn't even the hot spot around the place. I think thirty-three was the official hot spot yesterday. So 24 to 25 today, 20 overnight tonight. Tomorrow's Friday. It might be a busy day with a long weekend coming up, often cloudy with a few spots of rain possible in northerlies. Again, highs 24, company 27 in Horta Whenua. And the long weekend, Saturday rain, possibly heavy with the southerlies developing in 22, rain in southeasterlies and just 19 on Sunday. And then the public holiday Monday, partly cloudy, southeasterlies easing and 20. Wellington today, occasional rain clearing towards evening, then partly cloudy. Northerlies gale in exposed places easing this evening. 22 in Wellington. 28 in the Manawatu today, fine with some high cloud. Northwesterlies dying out this evening. Central New Zealand today in Whanganui, fine with high cloud. Hot in the afternoon, northerlies dying out in the evening. 29 in Whanganui today. Occasional rain for Taranaki this morning, then fine breaks developing with northerlies in 24. To the wider upper today, high clouds, spots of rain until evening. Looks like Masterton's getting a good dumping at the moment. Uh, Northwesterlies and 27 for the wider upper today. Fine and hot, Hawke's Bay. Northerlies, 32 Hawke's Bay. Blenheim and Marlborough, periods of rain. Northerlies strong about the sounds, easing this evening in 25. Auckland today, partly cloudy with a chance of a shower. Nor'easters in 27. Occasional rain in Christchurch, mainly from afternoon. northerlies changing southerly by afternoon, 27. And periods of rain in Dunedin, southerly breezes in 21. Gale warning for Cook Strait today. No wind warning for the inshore waters, but the swell will build up. Northwest swell of a metre, rising to one and a half. Today, it was low tide about half an hour ago. It'll be high tide at a quarter past 12. Next low tide at 6.30 this evening. And the sun's up. Sunrise was 6.28. You wouldn't know it, though. 22 minutes to 9 it will be the sunset. Overcast conditions. Few spots of rain on the rain radar. Got a light nor'easter pressure at 1,014. 71% humidity, but it's warm. Pukirua Bay, 20 21 in Paikakariki, 22 in Altaki, 21 in Levin and Foxton, 21 in Shannon, 19 and a half in Wellington, 21 and a half in Waikanae, 21 degrees in Poroporomu currently. Oh, oh. In oh, yeah. Traffic's relatively light this morning on the roads, flowing freely enough anywhere south of Altaki Waikanae, Poroporomu. No delays at the merge point at Mackay's so far and flowing fairly steadily south of there on state highway 59 i can see on the web cameras all looking pretty good fair bit of northbound traffic though going through roads mostly dry one or two damp patches with some rain this morning moderate flows into the city at this stage pretty dull also into town just take care as you head anywhere north of otaki south of levin with all those roadworks that have been going on for the last few days resurfacing temporary speed restrictions in place as you traverse through there and other roadworks around parts of Horta Whenua and north of Foxton as well. No major delays. Looks pretty good through the central North Island Desert Road. Mountains standing out this morning. The roads and highways are open. Anything else? Let us know. Trains are on schedule. Metlink services, Capital Connections left, Palmerston North this morning. Train control advises that. Everything basically on time. Trains all day today and tomorrow, then buses replace trains all long weekend between Waikanae and Wellington. Local buses are fine. Air Chatham's is scheduled to get away right on time at 5 to 7. Saw so that come in pretty much on schedule last night, right over the house. Looked very nice. So Air Chatham's on time at Wellington Airport. Again, there are several cancelled flights This morning and early afternoon, Golden Bay Air to Takaka at 9 o'clock, cancelled. Five past nine, Air New Zealand flight to Christchurch, cancelled. Quarter past nine, flight to Queenstown, cancelled. And the Air New Zealand flight to Christchurch at 12.35, cancelled. There'll be some arrivals also, I'm sure, that'll show up as cancelled too. Various reasons, there's a fair few, so just Check. With the airlines, ferries though into Rylander and Bluebridge sailing to schedule. There's our commuter information at Coast Access Radio 21 to 7. We'll check the Dominion Post in a moment for a Thursday.
2: Today's first day, today's first day, first day is shepherd's pie, every you, you bet your life we are.
9: You're listening to that crazy guy, Todd Zainer, on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. <laughs>
3: You know me too well, Gail. Crazy. 21 to 7. Here's a love song from Cheap Trick. My love, follow love, Valentine's Day's coming soon, 17 to 7, this is Coast Access Radio, Thursday the 3rd of February, good morning. Todd Zainer for breakfast, another muggy one, maybe one more night of this before we get a bit of a change, and there's some rain around this morning, it's enough to put the wipers on in the car. 17 to 7 it is, being Thursday, today Kapiti Arts and Crafts Society at Kapiti Gallery, back open today. Generally they're open Thursdays through Sundays at the Kapiti Gallery in Matai Road, Raumati Beach. Their latest exhibition is Morning Light or Evening Glow. The exhibition and the sale of work continuing with featured artists Pauline Midhurst, Marion Henderson and Heather Chambers. So check that out. They'll be open again today between 10 and 3. Today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, company Gallery, 192 Matai Road, Raumati Beach. 16 to 7, time to take a look at the Dom Post. Transmission Gully now 48 days past its fifth deadline for opening. I guess they'll keep that up until it's open. Front page, Ardern to reveal new border rules, changes on way for MIQ. An announcement, I believe, it's what just before midday today, about opening up the borders to Australia, then the rest of the world. Maybe sooner than we think. So read up about that. Also on the front page, refugee to train with the Phoenix Academy. That's a nice story there on the front page of the paper. Pages two and three, Luxon Slate's unemployment insurance as a job. Tax. They're still having their powwow, are they? Are they finished in Queenstown? On page 2, SIS received intelligence from possible torture cases. Apparently, the Security Intelligence Service has twice received intelligence that originated from suspected torture or severe mistreatment and kept it for use due to active national security threats. Probably a lot of things we don't know about. Pages 2 and 3 also, under this headline, it says, white bread only to qualify or home loan? Or was it white bread only to qualify for a home loan? So what's that about? Also conversion therapy, a conscience call for national MPs. Now page three, a few people commented about this on social media. A witness is described feeling adrenaline and panic at seeing a car driven on the wrong side of the carpety Expressway at an estimated speed of 100 kilometres Per hour, this happened on Tuesday afternoon, shortly before 4:30. Apparently, the car entered the expressway through the Timaru Road off-ramp and drove south for about five kilometres on the wrong side, towards Poroporomu. Lucky, no one was killed. So that's on page three. D-Day has arrived for the Newtown Working Men's Bowling Club building. High temperatures in the bay. In the low 30s talking about Hawkes bay <clears throat> now there's lotto if you purchased i can't tell you where the winners are they haven't put that on the website two first division winners no powerball though so check your ticket carefully page four burnt out doctors fear omicron not just doctors i suspect a lot of people are feeling burnt out Sisters flee, but family loses all as house raised. Was that Lyle Bay? Around that area. Be kind and expect to wait for your booster shots. Booster interval now down to three months after your second dose. And there's a full page advertisement. Get ready for Omicron on page five as new cases in the community numbers start to increase. More news, pages six and seven. Trial over death. Two sisters will be tried over the death of a five-year-old Bay of Plenty boy. Household isolation rules under review, pages six and seven. Changes may be on the way for household contacts. The last tree he cut killed a master forestry worker. Story there. From Gisborne, six and seven. So an Auckland man had a long weekend to remember after he became the first person to win big with a lotto $21 million prize, cashed it in. Lockdown in Tonga, state of emergency declared in Buller. a lot of rain in Buller and the west coast of the South Island. Page 7, bystander, scenes will Stick for a long time. In fact, there are two wills. If you have a look carefully at the headline. Someone hasn't edited that properly. It's a crash story. Scenes will, will stick for a long time. Record-breaking sunshine over New Plymouth. Page seven. Parents react to mandate as far as masks are concerned at school. More about that. Page nine. Mask use at hospital investigated. And history made on a wing and a foil. This was a story from a couple of days ago, so I saw it on TV. Foiling across Cook Strait. Page 10, Wellington's creative voice. And then the business news from page 11 onwards. Letters to the editor. For the last few days, there's been at least one letter from a I writer, and today is no exception. At least two locals, one from Poroporambu, one from I. Sorts of local interest there. Virginia Fallon has a very good feature. Every day's a bank holiday, she has written. So that's on page 15. Sport on the back page in the sports section. Super teams head south. And super rugby. We're only a couple of weeks away. There are some preseason games starting this weekend. Willis as a Nick Willis, not ready to head indoors. Fine athlete. Six of the best global stars to watch in Beijing. Winter Olympics start. Well, opening ceremony is, is it tomorrow. There's a bit of cricket news Winter Olympics, more positive tests, football, skiing, rugby, cricket. The black Cap's set to play South Africa. It looks like Kane Williamson is set to miss the series, still resting the arm. I suspect the reason for that is he's being pressured with the Indian Premier League. Bit of rugby, cycling, all-whites opinion, another tennis opinion, so fair bit in the paper today. A couple of lift-outs making the paper look quite thick. So get your paper today. There's your Dom Post. Get yours from Good Outlets. Company News arrived yesterday on time too. one 10 to 7 at Coast Access Radio. And Tanya says the Capital Connections rolled passed on time gave a bit of a toot so that's on schedule metlink services on time roads pretty good this morning as far as volumes are concerned probably be a fair bit of traffic this weekend it's a long weekend waitangi day sunday and public holiday monday so be prepared Nine minutes to seven already at Coast Access Radio, still 21 and a bit degrees in places and still quite dark. You'll need to drive with your lights on, I would suggest, this morning. A little tenderness. This is General Public, Coast Access Radio. Good morning. Nothing like a little tenderness in the heat. First thing in the morning, General Public Coast Access Radio, six minutes to seven. I see today is the day where you can watch something online from the Kapiti Coast District Council, local government commission hearings on representation review. Now, many people will remember the representation review that Kapiti Coast District Council and other councils actually carried out. Last year, while well, the local government commission is holding hearings on Zoom this morning from 10:30, and you can watch it online. You can go to the Campbell Coast District Council website and watch it live stream. For those who've arranged to speak to their appeals and objections to the representation review, apparently the commission has until what the 11th of April to make a final determination on the representation arrangements for local elections. There was some talk of, for example, getting rid of community boards or maybe expanding one way or the other. Well, apparently submissions are being heard this morning from 10.30 onwards, and you can watch the Commission's hearing live stream. More details on the Kapiti Coast District Council website for that. Interesting. Four minutes to seven now.
1: Hi, this is Jean from Cavity Coast Property Management. Are you aware of all the legislation required with your investment property? Not just insulation and smoke alarms, but now heating, ventilation, moisture ingress, drainage and draft stopping. Let me manage these burdens for you. 18 years experience with great fees and service. Contact Jean on 027 682 5399 or check out the website on www.kcpm.co.nz. Right,
3: 4 to 7, Coast Access Radio. Stand by for our 7 o'clock RNZ News and Sport, and we'll update weather and traffic. Catch up with Nigel Hopkins after 7 with a bit of local sport. Another word of the day. Great. The birthday list is one anniversary of note to tell you about, and a fair few on the rich and famous list of people you might have heard of, plus the day in history, all coming up for your listening convenience and pleasure on this muggy old day, 21, 22 degrees in places and if it rains boy that'll make everything grow again my daughter sent me the latest photo from my granddaughter starting year two at school and you know what happened she lost a front tooth so she's going to be one of those with the big hole in the mouth scenario for a six and a half year old so the front tooth's gone from my granddaughter with a big smile how cute three minutes to seven already Gary Lewis and the Playboys now, Coast Access Radio, good morning.
0: Z News at 7. Atamadiye, good morning. Kunnakala Raithaho. The College of Critical Care Nurses says it would have been good to see some effort put into recruiting more nurses from overseas before now, given staff shortages have been known about for some time. The government's starting an international recruitment campaign for intensive care nurses this week. The chairperson of the college, Tanya Mitchell, says Omicron could be a double whammy, not only sending more people to hospital and intensive care, but also making large numbers of the workforce sick or having to isolate.
1: Speaking to my colleagues across the country, we are struggling to
7: deal with business as usual at the moment. We are struggling to have enough nurses to look after our current patients. So with any patients with Omicron, it's going to put extra pressure on the system.
0: Tanya Mitchell also wants to see action to encourage more New Zealanders to take up nursing. Civil Defence on the west coast is worried that torrential rain will cause flooding as bad or worse than the devastating July event in Westport, where hundreds of homes were unlivable or damaged. Rain eased slightly overnight but is expected to get heavier again and continue through to Saturday in some areas. The Haast, Waiho and Hokitika rivers are all being monitored closely. The West Coast Civil Defence Controller, the Aroha Cook, told Morning Report the 24 hours from late this afternoon is the most critical period.
9: There is the possibility that we will at least get to the July levels and of course we've been peculiar here in the West Coast in the last six to eight weeks where we've had quite significant hours of sunshine so because it's been quite dry in the West Coast that's has been to a lot of runoff going into the rivers as well which is changing the uh, expectations in terms of how quickly they would rise compared to previous events.
0: Te Ha Cook is encouraging people who can evacuate themselves safely to do so. About 100 kilometres of State Highway 6 remains closed due to flooding and slips, namely Fox Glacier to Haast and Haast Pass. People are urged to limit unnecessary travel. A growing number of young New Zealanders are heading overseas, sick of waiting for the pandemic to end and willing to roll the dice with COVID-19. But it's raising concern the brain gain of 2020 when COVID first hit is now flipping to a brain drain. Jake McKee reports.
4: Provisional migration figures
6: show there have been more people leaving the country than arriving each month since April 2021. RNZ News has spoken to some people who have recently moved or are planning to this year. The desire for better to pay and career prospects overseas outweighs any COVID fears, and they're also banking on border restrictions easing soon. An economist at Infometrics, Brad Olson, is worried the trend could exacerbate skills shortages, but government officials say a brain drain is difficult to predict.
0: Community law is concerned about the lack of speed in the processing of residency visas for Afghan nationals. The High Court ruled in November that the Immigration Department had unlawfully suspended applications. The court also directed that they should be processed promptly. Community Law's Chief Executive, Sue Maroney, says only 17 of the 77 people it represents have been issued their visas. She claims there were only two people processing the visas when it should be a team of five.
9: That has been rectified now, but those new staff working on processing those visas now have to go through training. So again, it's an unnecessary hold-up.
0: Immigration New Zealand says it's committed to meeting the High Court's orders and there are nine staff processing the visas. The minister responsible for Kainga order is confident changes to its complaints process will stop tenants terrorising their neighbours. Kainga Order has a new three strikes complaints process that once triggered should help the state landlord relocate or evict tenants for disruptive behaviour more quickly. The Associate Minister of Housing, Portal Williams, says it's clear, having heard stories of abuse and threats from neighbours, that something needs to change.
1: Now, what will happen is when there are three incidents of significant antisocial behaviour, Kainga Order can now step in. Deal with the situation, can terminate the tenancy, can move tenants to another neighbourhood. Uh, do it in a much more timely way than they than has happened in the past.
0: Nationals housing spokesperson Nicola Willis says it's too soon to know if the changes will actually stop tenants terrorising their neighbours. The US is sending more than 3,000 troops to Eastern Europe in a show of support to Ukraine over the escalating crisis with Russia. It's the first deployment after the Pentagon put 8,500 troops on standby last month. Nick Harper reports from Washington.
2: The U.S. is bolstering the Western military alliance, NATO's capabilities in Europe, amid growing tensions with Russia. Pentagon spokesman John
5: Kirby made the announcement. These movements are unmistakable signals to the world that we stand ready to reassure our NATO allies and, deter and, and defend against any
9: aggression. 1,000 Europe-based troops will move further east to Romania, while
2: around 2,000 US-based troops are expected to deploy to Poland and Germany this week.
0: The Pentagon made clear these troops are not going with the attention to fight Ukraine and would not remain permanently in their new positions. The government will continue to support Tonga with relief efforts after the Kingdom plunged into a COVID lockdown last night. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says all deployed crew and troops on HMNZS Canterbury returned negative Day 10 PCR tests as of Tuesday. A spokesperson says all Defence Force personnel deployed in the Kingdom have been following strict protocols. They have been using both rapid antigen tests and PCR tests. Australia's Defence Force says HMAS Adelaide in Tonga was also not responsible for the outbreak. A massive winter storm has hit the central United States. Heavy snow, freezing rain and gusty winds are threatening to make travel virtually impossible and could knock out power to millions. In sports, New Zealand rugby concedes that Super Rugby Pacific could still be disrupted despite confirming the competition will start with all six of the New Zealand-based teams based in Queenstown. The move is to reduce the risk of COVID-19 sidelining any of the teams. But NZR's Chris Lendrum acknowledges there are no guarantees. It's
1: not foolproof and it's no guarantee and we may still get further disruption. But this gives us this chance of getting these games away.
0: All up, Lendrum says about 300 players, staff and officials will be moving to Queenstown. The New Zealand chef Mission Martin Toomey has confirmed some New Zealand athletes are among those who tested positive for COVID on arrival at the Beijing Winter Olympics. However, they have since returned negative tests. Martin Toomey had told the Herald it was probably a case of athletes having had the virus and still shedding it. And the New Zealand Breakers have scored their third win of the NBL season, beating the Illawarra Hawks 90 That's the news. Uh.
1: Imagining decolonization is a three-day wānanga of kōrero and workshops hosted in Wellington from Friday the 18th to Sunday 20th of February. Inspired by the essays in the book of the same name, written by esteemed academics, This event will be a think tank, a call to action and a step towards building an equitable future towards decolonisation in Aotearoa. If you accord to this mahi, go to www.toiponeke.nz for more information. Please note, this will be run under strict COVID-red guidelines. Numbers are limited and some sessions will be available online. Get in quick. Post Access Radio
9: Weather, courtesy of the Dominion Post. Good
3: morning, it's eight past seven, it's Thursday, 3rd of February, still very dull, very dark conditions this morning. The forecast is for occasional rain or rain at times and then mainly fine later with high cloud, northerlies or is dying out this evening, and highs today 24 to 25, officially it was 28 yesterday in Horta Fenua and Kapiti, 20 degrees overnight tonight. Tomorrow's Friday, often cloudy, a few spots of rain possible, northerlies 24, company 27 in Horda Fenua tomorrow. And come the long weekend, Saturday sees rain, possibly heavy falls, southerlies developing, 22. Sunday rain, southeasterlies just 19, and then the public holiday, Monday, with Waitangi Day Sunday, partly cloudy Monday, southeasterlies easing in a high of 20. Wellington, occasional rain clearing towards evening, And then partly cloudy northerlies, gale in exposed places easing this evening, 22 in the city today, 28 in Manawatu, fine with some high cloud northwesterlies dying out this evening. Near the water out to sea, gale warning for Cook, Strait, not for our inshore waters, so let's check the forecasts first locally. Kapiti Recreational Marine Area. Inshore from White to Daddy Bay out to Kapiti Island till midnight. Northerly winds 15 knots, rising to 20 this morning, tending northwest 15 for a time in the afternoon, easing to northerly 15 knots in the evening. Sea becoming moderate for a time morning through evening. Fair visibility and occasional rain easing this evening. Northwest swell of a metre, rising to one and a half today. Tomorrow, northerly 15 knots, easing to 10 in the evening, often cloudy northwest swell of 1.5 metres. Cook straight today, northerly 25 knots, but 40 south of Cape Terafiti, becoming northerly 40 knots everywhere this morning, easing to 25 knots late evening. Very rough sea easing, poor visibility in periods of rain easing this evening. It was low tide about an hour ago on the coast, high tide at a quarter past 12, and another very low low tide at half past 6. Sun was up at 28 past six and seen it. It'll be 29 past six tomorrow. Sunset 22 minutes to nine. Very overcast, dull conditions. A few spots of rain around the northeast of 14 to 18 kilometers per hour, they say. Pressure at 1,014, 69% humidity. Pukirua Bay on 20, 21 and a half. In Paikakariki, 22. In Utaki, 21 and a little bit for Levin. Foxton and Shannon showing 21, 21 and a half in Palmerston North. In Wellington City, it's cloudy overcast with a moderate northerly, which is picking up 19 and a half in the city. I just about 22, and Poroporomu, 21 and a half. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna get in the
13: car, but
3: Traffic's flowing fairly freely if you're heading southbound this morning through Horta, Fenua and Kapiti. A few spots of rain here and there. Just watch out south of Levin again around Cuckoo, through towards Oha with the roadworks that have been happening for the past few days and nights. Temporary speed restriction in place. Please obey and abide by that. Now, one other thing I'll say, it's very dark and dull, so you should have your lights on, shouldn't you? these sort of conditions, please have your lights on. Yes, you can see where you're going, but others can't see you. So please have your lights on. Turn them off when you get to where you're going. It's easy enough. Further south this morning, pretty steady on State Highway 59, south of Paikakariki, all the way through towards Portydua. A little busy south of Porirua now, and quite busy. Busier coming from the Hutt Valley, Petone, than this time yesterday, for whatever reason. So just bear that in mind, no reports of crashes or accidents, a little bit damp in places, a few drops of rain I can see, all the way through to Wellington this morning. Drier further north, if you're heading towards the central North Island Desert Road, looks pretty good that way this morning. All of the roads and highways are open, yes there are roadworks around, please take care. Trains on time, Metlink, Capital Connection all running to schedule this morning on the Kapiti line. Got trains all day today and tomorrow, long weekend, Saturday Waitangi Day Sunday and the public holiday Monday. Buses will replace all trains on the Kapiti line, which is kind of sad, really, because it's very busy on the roads and it would be nice to have some alternative transport. However, it is what it is. So that's the situation with the train services. Kapiti Coast Airport, Air Chathams get away. Should have got away at 5 to 7 this morning for its flight to Auckland. Doesn't look like... Oh, maybe it did stop, one of those flights that stop at... Onganui, because it says departing at 6.45. So that should suggest that it's gone by now. So that's that with Air Chathams. Uh, Wellington Airport, a number of cancellations again with arrivals and departures through the morning for whatever reason. Golden Bay Air's flight to Takaka at 9 o'clock is cancelled. Five past nine to Christchurch Air New Zealand cancelled. Quarter past nine flight to Queenstown cancelled. Christchurch Air New Zealand flight cancelled and a few others later in the day also. So just check with the arrivals and departures. Ferries, though, expected to sail to schedule. There's so our commuter information at Coast Access Radio, your local community access station. Thursday, 3rd of February, 13 past 7.
13: Thursday. Good morning.
7: Hi, this is K. Gurunathan, Mayor of Capricos, and you are listening to Todd Zena for breakfast
0: on Coast Access Radio. Oh.
3: Thank you, Guru. Hot. Hot for a Thursday. hot town indeed, the late John English, hot, hot all over. Hot town, Coast Access Live, 104.7 FM, the most diverse station serving Horta Whenua and Kapiti, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 18 past 7. Good morning, Todd Zayner for breakfast. Got some natural air conditioning coming in the studio this morning, that's good. So far so good for this first Thursday of the month. Walkers will be out and about today. Nice enough. The odd spot of rain won't hurt. Company Cardiac Club off down to Mana, catching the twenty past nine train from Waikanae this morning for a walk from Mana. The Company Cardiac Club. Now the message from Graham Priest says that the last train trip there was a very small turnout, so please get in touch with Graham if you intend to come this morning. The Kapi Cardiac Club Thursday Walkers Group, 20 past nine train from Waikanae. And the other Thursday walking group, Company Thursday walking group, meet at the Ramadi South Esplanade entrance to Queen Elizabeth Park for a walk to or Faridoa, and then north to the Ramadi South Streets. That's a good walk. The tide might be coming in there. I might be walking on the paths. So enjoy your walks today, various Thursday walking groups catch up with nigel hopkins shortly he's walked into the studio local sport word of the day birthday list in today in history and a few musical birthdays today the man who's singing this is 75 today this was his first solo hit after being with the group for a while i didn't realize his brother had been knighted ray sir ray davies well this is dave davies of the kinks 75 today happy birthday The Death of a Clown, Coast Access Radio. Ray Davies, from the Kinks, the death of a clown song. It's his birthday today, Ray Davies, 75 years young, 22 past 7 at Coast Access Radio. Did you know there's a very special writing workshop coming up later this month? Get inspired and start and gain momentum with your writing projects. Angela Robertson is the facilitator for this, author, speaker, coach, mentor. So write your story workshops. She's written a few books. Starting up the Getting Started on Your Writing Project workshop, Tuesday the 15th of February. And then in March, Maintaining Momentum with Your Writing Project. And then another one in April, Producing Your Book. Doesn't that sound fascinating? If you'd like to know more details, you can get hold of Angela Robertson. We've got phone numbers. I'm not going to read out the phone numbers all the emails and so on. If you'd like more details, contact us here at Coast Access Radio. Tanya's put this on our Facebook page as well. So well done, Angela. I'm sure we'll be in touch with her as the year goes through. Write Your Story Workshops. Story, 23 past seven now. Had a
2: glass accident? Or perhaps the ranch slider doesn't. Slide, that is. The rollers don't roll. Are your windows sticky? Or are they leaky? Leaking cold grass. Sounds like you need to call Simon of Eyeglaze. Simon is an NZQA accredited glazier. He does it all. Glazing, locks, rollers, hinges, seals, any and all windows, ranch sliders, glass maintenance, bathroom glass. He'll do it all. So give him a call, 021-2111-770. 21 211 770 Or pop into Olive Grove and ask Fleur, hey, where's Simon of iGlaze?
3: 24 past seven, it is Thursday at Coast Axis Radio. Nigel Hopkins looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning. Hope you got some sleep in this heat, Nigel.
11: Well, that's what you go to bed for, Tony. Lie down, go oh, to right. sleep. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep Even in uh, the heat. Yeah, no problem at all. Oh, yeah. you good as There's a great letter in the Dom Post I just mentioned to you from um, John Priest Paraparaumi about this Charlotte Ballas. Your first impressions of that of a well-planned strategy. Uh, everybody's going sort of, mm, gangbusters over this one. And rightly so.
3: I thought it had died down, to be fair, but, yeah, you're right. There are several letters, and, as I say, one, i said, a local letter uh, about that before. But, uh, yeah, quite interesting. Yes. Some some points. The one that I
11: do agree with, it seems, it says, this is reading it out, it seems perverse that a New Zealand broadcaster based in Afghanistan can complain of a minister invading her privacy when she has just released a video of herself in her underwear All this while living in a country that requires women to be covered from head to toe in an all enveloping clothing when seen in public. So, you know. Yeah, very good points. So it's worth reading that letter. It's quite a long one. Can't go through no, it. I know, I understand. Mm. What, but well done. Saying. Yeah. What, yeah, A lot of people know. have the same opinion. Yeah. I was just hearing this morning that you know the deaths in Australia is about three thousand seven hundred from the COVID, mm. but seventy one percent of that is because of people who have other illnesses. Yeah,
3: they they had underlying conditions like diabetes, yes. for example, mm. uh, and so on. And I guess that's it exacerbates other conditions. Yes, doesn't it? That's right. That's why we have got to be careful. Most of the statistics, I, I can remember in the early days, it was all sort of you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, even 90-year-olds Yeah, um, and so on.
11: But, you know, that's, that's, is it is what it is? We Mayor get, of Queenstown to be pleased. Got all the rugby teams down there. The <laughs> hotels would <will> be chocker. <laughs> be, yeah, he? And the National Party. <laughs> they've been, they've been yeah, there Yeah, they've well. had that. That's, yeah. that's right. Oh, but, they've done well, so it'd be no... Chance of getting a cheap holiday in Queenstown there, not Bord- for a while anyhow. Borders are going to open up. Yep. To announcement today about lunchtime or something. You reckon they'll open them all up to you?
3: Well, I think there's pressure from overseas. You've got to. Mm. Uh, everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Now it's not because everyone else is doing it, but I guess there's just that sort of pressure. You now you're not going to eliminate the virus. You have to live with it. Yeah, that's right. Um, I guess. Really? Right, so that solves that problem. Yeah, big mm. event going on at the Mariah, isn't there? Longer, quite there quite is here. Yep. I'm not 100% sure whether it's for Waitangi Day or not, but yeah, there's been a lot of people there in the last day or two, and you know, please be respectful and for whatever reason they're there
11: doing what they do. It could be a Tingy, I'm not uh, sure but maybe. I'm not, I don't know of anybody a... who's passed away but lots of tents up this morning so I think it might be Waitangi Day celebrations. You think so? I think so. Today's not,
3: Thursday isn't it? There's not too much of that going on in the community, mainly online. Ah that I, yeah, I don't know, but mm. just be respectful. I see
11: of what, they're, right. what they're doing. Might go over and get some kai because the kai smelled pretty good this oh, morning. Oh, yeah, well, we've got the windows <laughs> open here. Ah, yeah, good stuff. I think yeah. like, like that now, the hanging. Oh, beautiful. See, Jamison miss the auction for the ra- uh, cricket this year. Remember, he got 2.86 million New Zealand dollars last year. Well, yeah. he's not even listed this year off the Indian Unless Premier, Unless he's League. been, oh, no, I don't suppose he's been retained from last year, has he? Well,
3: but they wouldn't say. No, so he's missed it, would
11: they, I no, guess, in that right. sense? So, yeah. I don't know. Mm,
3: all right. I Cam didn't Williamson, see your name on there. Kane Williamson's not going to play for the Black Caps because no. he wants to rest his elbow so he can play IPL, mm. I suppose. Anything oh, else that's exciting? a good point, too. Yeah. Yes, good point. Yeah. Sounds like the train's just about to go yep. past. And there goes the capital connection. Yeah, right on time. So, so all good. Right. All right. Go and have a lie down. Mm. Thank you very much. Catch up with you after 7.30 with our local sport, 28 past 7. It is the man who's singing this, was born on this date, way back 1927. He died seven or so years ago, so he would have been how old, 95 today in... Still walking wherever he is, walking tall, the late, great Val Dunican. Through
2: the laughter, Mama's words would echo now and then. Walk tall, walk straight and look the world right in the eye. That's what my Mama told me when I was about me high. She said, son, be a proud man and hold your head up high. Walk tall, walk straight and look the world right in the eye. I got in trouble with the law, and I'm in prison now. Through these prison bars I see things so much different now. I've got one year left to serve, and when my time is done, I'll walk tall and straight and make Ma proud to call me son. Walk tall, walk straight, and look the world right in the eye. That's what my mama told me when I was about knee high. She said, son, be a proud man and hold your head up high. Walk tall, walk straight and look the world right in the eye. Walk tall, walk straight and look the world right in the eye. Walk
12: tall. am <laughs> The Minister for Pacific People say he wants fast action from government when it comes to helping communities fight COVID. Or Peter Williams, he says he wants Pacific People to find vaccination to be an easy process.
2: I want every group that is in need of some support for us to rapidly get our communities uh, protected to make the application. And so um, there's no... Um, I'm not, I'm I'm trying to as much as possible ensure that there are no barriers to our community uh, seeking a hand of support.
12: And calls for Pacifica to talk to their bosses about sick leave and know about workers' rights as Omicron cases rise. Union says workers may feel pressured to go to work when they are sick out of fear of losing their job. E2 campaign organizer Fala Howlang, he says more flexibility is needed even with employees if they don't qualify for sick leave or have used up all their days.
1: Yeah. Sometimes, some uh, very reasonable employers, they will just say, hey, that's fine. We are happy to give you your sickle invasion in advance, that kind of thing. You know, if you're not sure, just ring your, your union up to have a word with your employer and say, hey, you know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, I got sick. You can't control that, especially with COVID around now. So that's why this government has to be really reasonable and employers as well.
12: A top Australian Defence Force officer say the Australian Navy was not responsible for the COVID-19 outbreak that has sent Tonga into lockdown. HMAS Adelaide, which delivered supplies last week, had around 30 COVID-19 cases on board when it docked in Nuku'alofa. Lieutenant General Greg Bilton says every precaution was taken to ensure that delivery was safe and without human-to-human contact. He says that two workers who have tested positive were operating at a completely separate wharf facility to where the Adelaide unloaded. And to sports, Auckland New Year Rugby League is scoping out new teenage recruits to take on larger and more dominant island teams. New Year's under-18 grade won their grand final against Tonga Development in the Pacific Youth Cup tournament. The games were televised on Sky Sports. And team manager Philip Tasmania says they will now look towards adding more players.
3: Encourage them more to come and join our nation. You know, we don't want to be the second and third choice anymore. We want these boys, like these boys pick us first, you know, and um, you know, hopefully fend off more Tonga, the bigger nations, NZ Māori. We want to be able to put a good product on for you, quality
1: coaches, good equipment, and you know, I think the cultural aspect was really.
12: For more, you can visit the pmnnews.co.nz.
1: Buying a new home or an investment property? You'll need a lawyer. Best practice can help you. Buying your first home? Those KiwiSaver forms can be tricky to fill out. You'll need a lawyer. Best practice can help you. Selling a property or subdividing? You'll need a lawyer for that too. Best practice can help you. Hi, it's Trish here from Best Practice Lawyers. You will love working with the best team because we know what we're doing and we get results. Call us now. Post-access
9: radio weather, courtesy of Dominion
3: Post. 26 to 8 it is Thursday morning, expecting occasional rain or rain at times. It should be mainly fine later in the day with a bit of high cloud. North-northwesterly is dying out this evening. Highs around 24 to 25 expected in the region after the 28 yesterday. 20 overnight tonight. Tomorrow, often cloudy with a few spots of rain possible. And again, northerly winds, 24 company 27 In Horta Fenua, long weekend coming up, Saturday rain, possibly heavy, with a southerly developing, 22 on Saturday, rain in southeasterlies and 19 on Sunday, and then the public holiday Monday, partly cloudy southeasterlies, easing and 20. Wellington, occasional rain clearing towards evening, then partly cloudy northerlies, gale in exposed places, easing this evening, 22 in town. And Manawatu today, fine with some high cloud, hot this afternoon, northwest is dying out this evening, and 28. Out to sea, there is a gale warning for Cook Strait, not for the inshore waters. The situation, strong northerly flow lies over the country as a series of fronts become slow moving over the South Island. These fronts then slowly move on to the North Island Saturday and Sunday. Meanwhile, a ridge builds in the far south from tomorrow, then a southerly change moves up the east coast on Sunday. Swell is going to build up, northwest swell of a metre rising to one and a half metres today. Tide was low at about 6 o'clock, it'll be high tide at a quarter past 12 and another low low tide at 6.30 this evening. Sunset 22 to 9, sunrise tomorrow morning, a minute later than today at 29 past 6. Still dull overcast conditions, few spots of rain at nor'easter making things muggy. Pressure at 1,014, 69% humidity. Pukarua Bay, just above 20, 21 and a half, close to 22 in Paikakariki. Utaki 22, 21.5, Levin and Foxton and Shannon. Still 19.5 in Wellington City. 22 currently in Waikanae and Poroporamu, just below 21.5. Steady traffic this morning as you head south Levin through the Kapiti area. I think everyone basically is driving on the right side of the road. There was reports of, was it Tuesday, someone on the wrong side of the road on the expressway. Uh, It's not good. Everyone behaving themselves. Roads are mostly dry this morning. That's good. Flowing fairly freely south of Poroporomu this morning as you get to the merge point. In steady traffic, State Highway 59. Looks pretty busy into the city, though. No reports of crashes or accidents. Dull, so drive with your lights on, please. Turn them off when you get to where you're going. Uh, moderate to heavy coming in from the Hutt Valley and in Petone into the city. And a few spots of rain I can see there. Further north, central North Island Desert Road looks pretty good through that area. Mataka's... A little damp through there, but all open. Anything else? Let us know. Just the continuing roadworks and temporary speed restrictions, particularly in parts of Horta Train services, Capital Connection, Metlink services all on time. Trains all day today and tomorrow. Then buses replace trains right through the long weekend. Terrific. Saturday, Waitangi Day Sunday and the public holiday Monday. Local buses are fine. Air get away this morning from Kapiti Coast Airport is scheduled. I think it went a bit early because it's that sort of bus stop system where if it has to pick up at Whanganui, it does that, so it takes a fraction longer and then comes back a little later. Wellington Airport, a number of cancelled flights in and out. I just paid a check wherever you're going. A bit like yesterday, some cancelled services, ferries on time. There's our commuter information at Coast Access Radio, 23 minutes to 8 Already. ready. Check our schedules and programs for today. Nigel's local sport, not too far away. Another 75-year-old birthday today from a woman popular in the late 60s and early 70s.
9: It's Todd Zainer on breakfast at Coast Access Radio.
3: This woman we know her just as Melanie. Melanie Safka. 75. Happy birthday, Mill.
14: Well, you know that I'm not a gambler, but I'm being gambled on. They put in lucky but it seems like they always win and gambling is illegal in the state of mind i'm in and if i had a nickel for each time that i've been put on Only putting in our little To get rid of a lot that's wrong And if we had a nickel For each time that we've been put on Gambler, but a being gambled on they put in a nickel and I sing a little song Randa.
3: Yes, she's 75 today, Melanie and brand new key and laid out all those good songs. Alexander Beetle was another one, wasn't it? Melanie Safka, 75 today. On our rich and famous list. Coast Access Radio 19 to 8, Todd Zayner for breakfast. More birthdays, anniversaries today, and history coming. Just a reminder again from the Waikanae Music Society, their first concert of the year is Sunday week, the 13th of February. And with the COVID-related restrictions, they are going ahead with the concert, but they're restricting or changing the way that they operate. They're actually going to have two concerts with slightly smaller crowds. And only members apparently will be admitted with a maximum of 100 and all the other protocols like mask wearing and so on and guidance. You must bring your vaccination pass if you go into the Waikanai Music Society. The Yamichi Ensemble with John Lu is the first concert of the year, Sunday, the 13th of February. More details you can look on their website if you like. The Waikanoe Music Society will contact maybe Wendy Van Delden or someone like that in the society. They'll tell you all about what they have to do. To keep everyone safe and legal. Thank you, Waikanai Music Society. 18 to 8. Check of our schedules and programs for today, Thursday. It's Thursday. The boss is here. Graham Joys on the Thursday morning show between eight and ten. Now, yesterday we didn't hear from the Waikanae Lions. James Lauer wasn't available, but he's available this morning. Normally, the first Wednesday of the month, we're going to have that half past ten today. James. Deutsche Welle's World in Progress at 11. Our Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers in the Garden with Philippa foe's lamb at 12.30. The Golden Hour Radio Show at 2.00. And then Secret 70s. Still no town and country Aotearoa. Aidan Tavendale's here at 5.30 with another TV themes programme. Reflections from the Torch Trust at 6.30. Sounds of Praise at 7.00. Focus on Faith at 7.30. Graham Stevens Presents at 9.00. And Wallace Trickett's hit and miss program that's a good program at 10 and from the archives bevan gibson's ivory melodies at 11 More details on the website coastaccessradio.org.nz and podcasts which are basically recordings of our local programs are available also on our website to listen to at your convenience that's good 16 minutes to 8 On a muggy old Thursday, warm for a Thursday, stand by for our local sport with Nigel Hopkins and Bohanna Motors next.
11: Bohanna Motors Mobile Service Station, 24 Main Road, Waikanae, have been serving their community for 41 years and counting, and it's a service that counts. Whether it's on the forecourt, in the workshop or in store, the team at Bohanna Motors will keep you moving. They pump diesel, 98, 91, have rock gas, LPG vehicle and bottle fill service, they stock century vehicle batteries, tyre sales and repairs, an MTA approved workshop and warrant of fitness inspections, a convenience store and even trailer hire too. For four-court friendliness, car care and the extra mile with a smile, stop at Bohanna Motors, keeping the service in service station. Phone 293-6455.
3: Thanks to the team at Bow Hannah Motors in Waikanae, our local sport for today, Nige.
11: Mm, thanks. Thursday, third of February, and in bowls news, Kapiti men's and women's uh, teams played in the Taurua Quadrangular Tournament. That was Wellington Manawatu Wire Rapper at Silverstream Greens. It was not the most successful day for Kapiti. The combined total of points in sections one and two, the men finished fourth but were challenging. The winners were Wellington with a total of twenty-four game points. Second, Manawatu sixteen, Wire Rapper sixteen, and Kapiti sixteen. Now the difference being points for and against. And the women also finished fourth. Wellington winning with twenty-five points. Manawatu second with twenty-one. Third, Wire Rapper seventeen, and Kapiti just nine points. Now, this weekend, bowls Kapiti Champion of Champion Pairs, men's and women's, will be played at the Waikanae Beach Greens. Ten clubs are represented in the men's first round, 8.30am. Otaki Railway playing Parapara Umi Beach and Romati will play Waitarei Beach. The remaining teams have a bye and come in in the second round. And the women's first round, Otaki playing Levin and Parapara Umi Beach playing Paikakuriki, with the rest having a bye coming in the second round. Now, in golf in the New Zealand Senior Championships, for men to be held at both Paraparaumi and Waikanae golf courses commencing Thursday 10th through to Sunday the 12th next week is still going ahead, according to the website. A huge entry has been received and I will get more details shortly. And in cycling, Kapiti Cycling Club had a perfect night for their race two in their summer series on Tuesday on the Southwards Car Museum course. In the social grade, first was Pete Gibbs, second and first woman, Joe Warren, third Clive Bruff, fourth and second woman, Christine Stevenson. In the D grade race, nine starters, first was Steve Link, who is a new member to the club, second Shane Griggs, third Diana Borman and fourth Daryl Floors. In the C grade, again, nine starters, first Grant Haggart, second Ricky Field, third Jonathan Neal and fourth Phil Cocker. And the A and B grade, seven starters. The first was Dwight Garton, second Katie Richards, third Ewan Mason, fourth Richard Graham, fifth Gary Clearbert. sixth Leon Goodwin and seventh Kerry Graham. And the Rider of the Day Award was awarded to Leon Goodwin for his gutsy effort in trying to steal the race with a lap to run and hung on. After two races, the points table has Katie Richard leading the A grade, Dwight Garton the B grade, Phil Cocker and Ricky Field joint leaders with twelve. And degrade Shane Griggs and Social Circuit Pete Gibbs, 20 points. Now, next Tuesday night, the event will be held on the new course at Nāmanu. That's your local sports news. Thanks to Bo Hanna Motors here in Waikanae.
3: One or two familiar names in mm. that list there. Do oh, you yeah. remember Ricky Field? Yes, you know I who, do. You know who he is? Yeah. He had the, the, the bakery down at Potapuramu Beach. That's right. Rick's Bakery yeah. years ago. Poor Ben took it over, Ben's Buns. Yes. Um, yeah, he's going strong. He's a good fit man. Still well, no names there, all right. And Diana Borman as well. She yes. keeps She keeps fit, delivering the mail. I think she still does that as a yeah. postie. Right. So, so that's brilliant. Yes. Really, really good. I'm tired just hearing that list.
11: Thank yes, you. Yes, they have uh, great fun on their uh, Tuesday nights, but the Naamanu circuit will give them a new view again. They should cycle up transmission gully before it opens. Well, that's what I suggested the other day. Why haven't they got cyclists allowed to use the transmission gully? But I suppose health and safety, Toddy. Yeah, well, Somebody not... came off. How would you get an ambulance up there? Well, you drive up there, of course? Well, well, the road isn't safe at the moment. It hasn't right. been consented
3: <laughs> properly. Oh well, no, it yeah, needs to be patched here and there. Yes, it's, that's right.
11: It's not draining mm.
3: properly, apparently.
11: Mm. If it rained, the cyclists would get washed off. Oh, right. Mm. It's pretty
3: steep, apparently, up there. Apparently, they have had some cyclists go up and down because... Mm. It's not open yet because when it does open, it will be a motorway, so it, mm. you won't be able to have cyclists. No, it's not an
11: expressway like we got here. No, that's different. Mm.
3: Yeah, on the expressway, cyclists can actually ride on, mm. but a motorway you can't. There right, you go. there we go.
13: All
11: right, well, got a word then <clears throat> today. I have today, factoid. F A C T I, uh, sorry, F A C T O I D, factoid. A factoid. You know that one, don't
3: you? Oh, it's a, a little snippet of something that is accurate or something like that? Well,
11: generally inaccurate, but an invented fact believed to be true because it appears in print or a briefly stated and usually trivial fact, an item of unreliable information that is reported and repeated so often that it becomes accepted as fact, Omicron, and something fictitious or unsubstantiated that is presented as fact, uh, designed especially to gain publicity, and accepted because of constant repetition. So you no doubt come across that. But we can thank Norman Mailer for factoid. He first used the word in 1973, the book Marilyn, about Marilyn Mm. Monroe. Mm. And he's believed to be the coiner of the word. Now, in the book, he explains that factoids are facts which have no existence before appearing in a magazine or newspaper. Creations, which are not so much lies as a product to manipulate emotion in the silent majority.
3: So it's a bit like perception is reality. If you say something then people
11: believe it, Hmm. almost like an April Fool's joke. That's right. And you keep repeating it, people start to believe you. Yeah. But the word has since evolved so that now it most often refers to things that decidedly are facts, just not ones that are significant. Oh, I see. There we are. Factoid. There'll be Uh, a few of those presented over the next few weeks when Parliament gets back next week or week after. That's
3: a a good point. (coughs) Thank you. hmm. All right. All the good factoids, Nigel Hopkins with our word of the day, local sport at Coast Access Radio, 10 minutes to 8. The birthday list and today in history, and one anniversary to tell you about a significant date this 3rd of February, so stand by.
1: And she went wee wee wee, wee. all the way home.
9: Incontinence. A lot of people have problems with it, especially nighttime incontinence, but no one talks about it. Anza Care does, they understand. Sleep is incredibly important, but when you or a family member has an incontinence issue, it can disrupt your sleep as well as the psychological effects. Relax. There are an amazing array of products that will help. Located right in Mahara Place, why can I? Dry Sleeper at Anza Care next to the old library. Or you can search Dry Sleeper or Anza Care online to find their website. Dry Sleeper by Anza Care products are not going to let you down. Eco friendly, reusable, designed in New Zealand by a New Zealand owned company. They're a great investment. If you are over the extra washing and need a product that is really absorbent, soft and discreet, visit Dry Sleeper by Anza Care. They care.
3: Nine minutes to eight, it is Coast Access Radio Thursday the 3rd of February, the birthdays and anniversaries. We know of a Special couple, Nige, celebrating an anniversary today. Mm, far, far away now. Are they really? Mm. Right. Well, let's play this for them.
13: Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. That's enough,
3: really. Yeah, they are far, far away, but a mm. lot of people will remember Cheryl and Ray. Cheryl and Ray Amos. Mm, they will. It's their anniversary. 43rd wedding anniversary today. Wow. Cheryl's only 50 something. Yes. It's not bad, is it? No. Ray's about, Ray must be about 80 by now.
11: Yes, that's right. Really? And they've got about seven children. <laughs> Do they? Let's see. No, where, they so where are they these they days? They're, in, they're, they're West, in Perth. Western
3: Australia, aren't yeah, they?
11: But he may be listening in. If uh, he is, good morning. Oh, good evening. Good morning over there, Ray. It's five hours five behind, hours behind yeah. Yeah. I suspect they won't be. Yeah. Just quietly. Well, you never know. They could be celebrating.
3: So if you know Cheryl and Ray Amos, <laughs> wish them a very happy 43rd. Wedding anniversary today. That's marvellous. Mm. Congratulations. And as far as the birthdays go, today on the rich and famous list, who have we got? Well, I've mentioned a few musical people, Dave Davies and Melanie, 75 today. Danny Morrison, ah, the cricketer. He
11: might be getting a haircut today, will he? No, not really. Um, I don't know whether, whether I like
3: his commentaries or not. It's a bit overboard sometimes. Yeah, I quite like him. It's 56. Yep. Today, the actress Morgan Fairchild's birthday today. He's seventy-two. I mentioned Valdunican. Didn't know who else. Brad Thorne, former All Black. Oh, mm. he's how old? Forty-seven today, yeah, is Brad Thorn.
11: Yeah. He's still the coach for Queensland or the Reds. Yeah, the yeah. Zoom I wondered about
3: that. He did pretty well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. With that, Joey Bishop. There's a name from the past. Uh, Felix Mendelssohn. Ah. Mendelssohn. Yep. Uh, born on this date, eighteen oh nine. Norman Rockwell as well. Got anyone else? Really. Well,
11: Amel Clooney, she's the British lawyer She was born this day in 1978 well, you might know her Guy Nan, New Zealand artist, 1926 He died in 2017 All right right. just a couple for you mm-hmm. Okay, well, right. I've got
3: one other New Zealander That won't be in the paper ah. But I know it's his birthday today So I'm going to play And he actually sings ah. So I'm going to play something from him shortly That'll be exciting, won't it? Uh, now, the 3rd of February Significant day for the Hawke's Bay Hawke's Bay earthquake On this date, 1931 <laughs> You weren't Mm. there, were you? That was 91 years ago, no.
11: But it shook the place around a bit, right down to Wellington and all over the place, didn't it? It
3: was a Tuesday, Tuesday morning, 10.47. Am I right? At the time, killing 256 people and devastating the Hawke's Bay region, remaining essentially New Zealand's deadliest natural disaster.
11: What was the strength of it? 7.8 or something? Yeah, 7.8. 7.8, yeah. 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 It's a fair old shake, isn't it?
3: Converting it. Mm. Yeah, Hawke's Bay earthquake on this date, 1931, people still... Talk about that. Apparently there were 525 measurable aftershocks recorded in the following two weeks. Mm. Blimey. Felt all over the place. So significant date, 3rd of February. Uh, Also on this date in history, there was a bombing at a Baghdad market. 2007, 135 people were killed. What else happened? An American military plane sliced through a ski lift cable in Italy on this date in 1998. I remember that. Happened. Twenty people were killed as a result. Yasser Arafat became uh, the leader of the PLO on this date in 1969. And also, the first controlled moon landing took place by a Soviet unmanned craft on this date in 1966. And this date, 1959, it was the day the music died. All oh, right, remember that? Yes, Buddy Holly, Ritchie Valens, and the Big Bopper all oh. killed in that air accident in the early hours of the morning, third of February. 1959, yes, American Pie, sort of dedicated to that, really. Uh, Anything else exciting you got there?
11: Just 1984, a woman in California becomes the world's first to give birth from a donated embryo. That's all I've got, Toddy. I suppose that's important, isn't it? Well,
3: there are some important things. Mm. Indeed, with the the Hawke's Bay earthquake and the, the day the music died, those sorts of things. So have a happy day, happy anniversary, and happy birthday if it is your day and date. And I'll finish with a song by this man. Thanks, Nige. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Now this man, a lot of people ask me whether he's still around and still alive. The answer is yes. Last time I chatted with him, he was fairly alive and still going strong in places. In fact, he's messaged me a couple of times in the other place. Talking about his big ears deceiving him and so on. Well, he's 76 today, so we're going to play something from him to finish the program off. We can do that. Have a happy day. Stay cool till after school. Thank you for making Coast Access Radio part of your choice, part of your day. We appreciate it. I'm Todd Zainer. I will be back with you tomorrow. So, who is this man celebrating his 76th birthday today? This man. Lives in the back blocks of Nelson these days. Lindsay Yo, happy
4: seventy-sixth yo yo, dear face that holds so sweet a smile for me. Were you not mine? How dark this world would be? I know. Above that could replace Love's radiant sunshine In your lovely face may fall across the land and sea sunshine from all the world may hidden be but I shall see no clouds across the sun your smile shall light my life till life is done